AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It's Thursday, March 18th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. The White House is planning a wide-reaching campaign at getting those that are skeptical of the vaccines on board. It will be targeting young people, people of color, and conservatives. A recent focus group shows that to target some GOP voters, it will be best to keep politics out of it and provide as much information as possible so they can make informed decisions. Dan Diamond, national health reporter at The Washington Post, joins us for How to Win Over Some Vaccine Skeptics. Thanks for joining us, Dan. Glad to be back. Thanks for having me. The White House is working on a a wide-reaching public relations campaign that's aimed at boosting vaccine confidence and just getting more people to get that vaccine. You might have seen some of it already, but it'll be increasing in the next few weeks. Television, radio, digital advertising ads, all aimed at people getting that vaccine. And it's really targeting three groups, young people, people of color, and conservatives. Last week, Dan, we spoke about the hesitancy of a lot of GOP voters in getting the vaccine, and you were telling us about a focus group that was going to be done by longtime GOP pollster Frank Luntz that took place over the weekend, and we're starting to get a a better picture of what might work in persuading more of these voters to get the vaccine. And a lot of them really, you know, they want to be educated on the issue. They want all the information they can possibly get in most cases and keep the politics out of it. So, Dan, what did we learn from that focus group? That focus group was one of the more interesting experiences I've had during the coronavirus pandemic. It was virtual. So there were folks from about 15 states around the country, uh, about 20 Republicans, all Trump voters. One of them uh, dropped off the call, so ended up with 19. But for about two and a half hours, they were presented with arguments by prominent Republicans, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, Senator Bill Cassidy, the Republican from Louisiana, Brad Wenstrup the uh, congressman who's head of the House Doctors Caucus, and then Tom Frieden, who was the head of the Centers for Disease Control 
under President Obama for eight years. Lawmakers mostly struck out. It was the doctor, Dr. Frieden, who won over many members of the group by just sticking to the facts, acknowledging what he knew and didn't know about the uncertain long-term effects of uh, coronavirus and even the vaccine, but really hammering home that people who didn't get the shot were putting themselves at more risk than people who were exposing themselves to the risk of getting the virus. From my reading on this, you know, the participants were pretty adamant that they believed that coronavirus was real, so they, they didn't, weren't saying it was a hoax or anything, and they didn't want to come off as anti-vaxxers. They said their hesitation really had to do with the unknown long-term effects. It's a brand new vaccine. The pandemic just happened, so we don't have that data. But that was one of the things. And then really the politicization of the entire thing is what turned them off a lot. Government scientists and politicians, they felt were misleading them throughout this whole thing. I think there's been a misnomer the past number of months that people who don't want the vaccine, that they're all against vaccines. That's not the case in my reporting, certainly from the focus group. Yes, there are Americans who don't believe that vaccines work, which I think is a sad state of affairs. There's so much positive evidence for the value of vaccination. But in this case, it really is the fact that the vaccine appeared so quickly. And what Dr. Frieden made sure to emphasize, there were years of research leading up to the breakthroughs that happened last year. And one reason the vaccines were developed so fast was red tape was removed. So it wasn't that the process was changed. People still got the vaccine in the trial. There were still checks on the data and the science. It just happened faster because they got rid of what usually are these long periods of waiting that happen with other scientific developments. And then this other piece, the politicization, the politics of coronavirus. For a lot of Americans, last year, the election campaign was decided by coronavirus. And people who voted for Joe Biden believed that Donald Trump with a lot of good evidence, I think, did not do a good job managing the coronavirus pandemic. People who voted for Donald Trump disproportionately thought that he did the best he could. And that came through in the focus group. People thought Trump, in some cases, thought he did an amazing job, they said, responding to the pandemic. The Democrats used the virus to try and win a political game last year. So I think that's one reason why Trump voters are so skeptical. They believe the virus has been used as a political tool, even though they believe it exists, they're worried that the vaccine is now just the latest in Democrat efforts, even though there's no evidence to suggest that. One quick note on the vaccine, because we've been talking about it so much on the podcast, these mRNA vaccine platforms in the case of Pfizer and Moderna and the viral vector technology in the case of Johnson and Johnson, these platforms have been worked on for 20 years, more even in some cases. So this was the opportunity to adjust it for the need right now, which was the coronavirus. So yes, they have been in development for a long time. And and as you said, red tape was cut, not corners. So that's important to note. So what did they learn about messaging that would work for these types of voters? Because I think they even asked at one point, you know, would a message from President Trump work? And they said they didn't even really care for that. A doctor or family members were more likely to persuade them. The hope was that a recent ad from four former presidents, President Obama, President Bush, President Clinton, President Jimmy Carter, that the four of them would, a a unified effort, win some more skeptics over. But when this ad that appeared last week was shown to the Trump voters, they had a really negative reaction. 
maybe that's predictable. Donald Trump wasn't in the ad. But what they said was, we don't need to hear from any more politicians telling us that this is our duty to get the shot. We've heard from enough politicians over the past year. The idea also of President Trump making a personal appeal, that's come up a lot in recent days. Tony Fauci, the government scientist, he's made the argument that President Trump could step forward and by simply telling people to get a shot, they would. The voters in the focus group said they weren't opposed to hearing from Trump, but really he didn't matter as much as hearing from their own doctors or from their own spouses. And I think that just hammers home. Politicians are not the ideal messengers for public health information. I mean, it's interesting that, you know, you you were talking about Tom Friedman as well. And he said that what he thought was interesting and caught him off guard was that the fear of the vaccines were initially greater than the fear of the virus. So that's the thing that they have to combat. And, you know, messaging on this is going to be all over the place, targeted to whatever people they're trying to hit. But overall, it seems that everybody just wants to have as much information as they can so they can make that right decision. So I know uh, Frank Luntz said that they're going to be working on some messaging over the next weeks or so, and then we'll start seeing that pushed out. So uh, I kind of just waiting to see what that all looks like. Dan Diamond, national health reporter at the Washington Post. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me back. Stay safe. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.